Welcome to Ears Buds Down Under. <laughs> that's the name. That's the name. That's the, the full. That's the full extent. Yeah, because it's. <laughs> and <laughs> we have expired news. So last week. Last week. You know, I. This is my episode. This is my. Yeah. I'm. Are we starting with expired news though? We're starting with what I want. This is my ship. I'm the captain. Oh, you okay. are. The first not mate. Not the co-pilot. First mate. Not the first mate. The cook? Um, the cabin boy? Maybe the cook. Okay, the, the cook, cook. The cook is the goat. Like, every single pirate movie ever, the cook is just, like, amazing. Maybe that's why I have such bad food. A bunch of... A bunch of <laughs> what? Bat and... Meh, meh, like. A bunch of what? <laughs> what do you even say? If the cook is a goat... Oh. Oh, my... Thus... Um, I just want to play so like that's the kind of comedy. chirping. That's that's the kind of comedy that you can expect from the Spots franchise. Franchise. Also, speaking of the Spots <laughs> franchise, um, last week there was an episode. You guys are are imagining it. You're delusional. You're wrong. You're um, delusional. You're we decided there was an episode. We decided that uh, Isaac talking by himself and Ethan whispering through his sinus infection was not going to be worth it. So, yeah. Okay. So, let me give you guys a perspective on the metal, medical enigma that is me. Wait. So, Wednesday, I get up. I feel fine. Actually, let's 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 wind it back about twelve hours. Tuesday night. I'm a little bit extra tired. I go to bed. And the Tuesday. End of story. <laughs> Wednesday. I wake up. I'm feeling fine. I continue throughout my day. But five o'clock hits. And I have a chemistry lab that I have to go to. Okay. At this chemistry lab, I went from an eight to a two. I went from the Pacific Ocean to Narnia. What? In, during that time. That's like a that's an upgrade. No. Because <laughs> what? Narnia has war and there's no war in the Pacific Ocean. So uh. then Wednesday night. I pass out. <laughs> oh, we're only on Wednesday night. Thursday. Thursday. I feel bad. I feel real bad. I skip class. I don't do anything. I sleep. Friday. I prepare for an examination. Also known as an exam. Examination makes it feel weird. Have you heard of the Pacific War? Sometimes have called the Asia-Pacific War. Uh, the theater of World War Two. Not tier. World War Two. Uh, that was I fought in Eastern Asia, the Pacific Ocean area. Anyways, I just thought that was... No, I've never heard of the Pacific Ocean. Oh, okay. Um, More fictional than... Normal. And then, then Saturday, I feel real, real bad. Wait, what happened what to I Thursday and Friday? I, sleep? I was... I explained that already. Oh, I was, if you were, I was, if, I was, if you were not looking at what Narnia was, then we wouldn't have this problem. The Great Narnia War. Okay, Sunday. I'm bad. I can't breathe. My tonsils are inflamed. Okay, eight o'clock in the morning. I go to the urgent care, and let me tell you. So I've lived in some in a few places. <laughs> What? In my life, mostly on the West Coast, actually, actually exclusively on the West Coast. I was about to say, and I've lived somewhat close to a large urban population most of my life, whether that be San Francisco or Seattle. So medical care is pretty good. However, when you are in. <laughs> <laughs> when you were in Montana, Bozo. which has a population of about five people, there's not 
<laughs> the tier <Please> list of <laughs> of healthcare in the states. Montana's of, of healthcare is not ideal. Is it like I mean, uh, the, just doctors don't want to work there? Too cold. Well, there's no, there's no one here. That's true. Not enough. Patients. Like total Too population cold. of Montana is like whatever, like two million or something. Something Which is, like insane. That's crazy. I think only Wyoming and Alaska have lower populations. No, population is 1.1 million. So, like, California has, like, 33 times the amount of Montana's population. Yeah. Yeah. I love Montana. This is is my probably forever home. But, so I go in there. And it's like walking into a World War II battlefield. I'm like in the trenches. Because everyone has strep throat for some reason. There's an outbreak. I go. I go in line. They ask me for all my information. I can't talk. So there's a weird hand signaling uh, thing that I had to do. Which is very difficult when you have a last name about 30,000 letters. But How's we, we make two. <laughs> yeah. And then I go to the room. And this lady is so efficient. <laughs> I was in there. She's like, okay, I'm going to prescribe you antibiotics. I'm like, perfect. And then it was, I'm not joking. It was less than five minutes. I'm telling you, infections, antibiotics kick their butts. But also at the same time... Antibiotics kick your butt. But anyways, there's a lot of butts. There's a lot of butts. But like this lady, I've never, but she's like, boom, 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 boom. Because there's like one, there's one person for the entire one million population of Montana, basically. (laughs) It's like one doctor. There's nothing here. Dr. Montana. (laughs) Got his name changed. Dr. Montana. That'd be a sick name, actually. Sounds like a really bad show. um, I got got amoxicillin. Medical uh reality yeah. show based in like montana just like all these like yeah. random montana people like oh yeah i got frostbite like southern scottish i don't know i live in bozo and i got frostbite trying to start my truck i live in bozo <laughs> i had to drive through the snow to get to my tech job Usually I work at home four days of the week, but today I had to get out the old Carhartt and the triple layer <laughs> beanie and warm up my diesel truck. I don't know why that's my yeah. image of Montanans, but that, that's that's I had to drive through a mountain pass yeah. to get to the tech center. <laughs> oh god. This this place Montana, you're either like an accelerated hippie or you're a scientist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think... So there's Western Montana, which has... There's Western the Montana. And then there's Eastern Western Montana. Montana. And Eastern Montana is cooler. Eastern, no, Eastern Montana, there's nothing. Okay. It's like Washington. Like, Eastern Washington just, like, sucks. Yeah, well, there's, like, at least farmland. But, like, Eastern Montana, I mean... I mean, dude... I That's guess like the mountain like men. some farmland... It's it's wild. It's it's wild up there. Like um, Bozeman, the place I live, the like we're like on the edge of like if you go east to us, oh yeah, nothing, we're we're on the edge of the Montana population. Yeah, good old Bozo, so close to the wilds. Bozo, I'm gonna go kill a <laughs> deer and make a tin out of its skin. I'm into it like we were the original Eskimos. I feel like Montana is like Alaska with more people combined with like the Southern grit and the hippie Washington. Montana is so weird. It's like such an odd. Yeah, it it is weird because it's like it's like half like Democrat, half Republican, half mm-hmm. like city have i don't know it's i don't know it's from from my uh, uh, view on montana people i don't think people live there for political reasons 
Um, whereas people live in, I, 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 I'm assuming, no, not always, but like Californians, like, I don't know, you know a Californian, right? You know, not a bad thing. Well, no, but California is also interesting because there's like variety. North, n- North yeah. Cal, South Cal. Yeah. And, and then they like East and West is also yeah, different. Yeah. What I'm saying yeah, is those like Washington and Oregon have kind of the same culture, you know? Yeah. And like. The South, like, there's differences from Louisiana and Arkansas, like, and there's differences from Tennessee and Arkansas. Tennessee is, like, the uppity Southerners. Anyways, um, but Montana, I feel like, is just its own thing. Yeah, I really like... Really cool. If y'all... We'll have a... It's too cold. I'm hosting a, a, a kombucha night uh, next week, if you guys want to go. <laughs> Drive to Montana? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How about two weeks from now? That's spring break. No, we're going to my family's before they oh, move. Oh, that's right. It's spring break. It's a good time. Anyways, Monterey's um, making kombucha. I don't know. She's making a scoby. Oh, I dude, she's I did gonna that. Make... Did it work? You have to, like, use kombucha and some other stuff, so, right? So, right. And you have to, I create, like, a really concentrated, like, tea solution, like, sweet tea solution. Mm-hmm. And then it eats the tea. The so problem I had... Is there was too much scoby, like it wouldn't stop. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right now like, it's like, like covered jar. in scoby, the surface of what you, she has. I'm not kidding you, like it got like probably six down. inches thick. <laughs> That's insane. That's not bad. And I mean, you can just take from it and make right different right. batches. And like, I could have gotten rid of it, but I just felt bad because this is my child. I want to kill it. <laughs> my butt. What did you didn't you have a name for it? Um, Scoby Doo. I was gonna. Th- S- Scobby. <laughs> yep, that was it. Scobby the house. Scab. Kombucha. Scab. Master has freed Scobby. <sighs> okay. Scobby is fine. Also, okay. Now that because we have a platform, so <laughs> now that we have a platform. None of you have a platform. Call me nine and three quarters. For all your Potter heads out there. <laughs> no, <laughs> Potter heads. Wait, that's a good pun though. Potter heads. Give me a platform. Holy, this Dude. changes everything. <laughs> this changes. This changes everything. Are we? Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay. Let's pull a mall cop and segue into uh, expired news. So the North have you heard of a North yes, the Ohio, Southern the Ohio rail train? Boom, boom. Yes. Ohio, boom, boom. In uh, East Palestine continues to affect the small Ohioan community. Trains carrying vinyl chloride, a cancer-causing gas, mm-hmm. leaked into the surrounding area even after controlled burns attempted to mitigate the risk. Controlled risk burns of that ended up in explosions. <laughs> because yes, that's that's how you get rid of flammable uh, chemicals as you control burning. No, I don't know. I shouldn't. I yes. shouldn't put a uh, put a. If we make this an opinion pod, we're gonna get flat. Um, but continue. My opinion is these people shouldn't have to deal with this. And I the agree. fact that the company refused to put modern brakes on their uh, train and instead decided that would be cheaper. Okay, I think a lot of people will to, agree with that opinion. So. I think that Preach giving it. people cancer is bad. Yeah. <laughs> cancer rocks, luckily, honestly. Luckily, Norfolk <laughs> Southern <laughs> derailed train in East Palestine is the perfect material for another billion-dollar company, Disney, to capitalize on and stage the next Marvel movie there. There's an 82% <laughs> chance that Avengers Endgame 2 will happen in East Palestine. <laughs> Because of a mutant that has arisen because of North Folk 7. What? Yeah. Marvel. Um, also. No train home. Don't sue us. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is genius. That is genius. <laughs> Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced that there will now be a subscription based verified tier on Instagram and Facebook. It will be $12 a month for web 
only in the $15 a month if you want web and with your um, cellular device. That is... This will now ensure that the 47-year-old mother of three three, is indeed who she says she is. That way she can spread QAnon theories better (laughs) and she can be considered trustworthy with an artificially limited digital badge. Literally and making, then, like, I don't know, moving on. I get After Biden's continued support of Ukraine and surprise visit this week, Russian Ooh. President Vladimir Putin stated that Russia would not be acting upon its remaining arms control treaty with the United States. The New START treaty was the last remaining nuclear arms control treaty available between the two countries. I propose that we give the launch codes to a set of monkeys. <laughs> we if, have. There's a, if the zookeeper forgets to feed the monkeys, then the monkeys will get mad and destroy the continental United States. <laughs> this will solve both animal abuse and stop the atomic clock. You know what, you know what the real monkey is? Capitalism. Updog. Updog. <laughs> Okay, audience, this is an interactive experience. <laughs> Updog. <No. laughs> oh, what's Updog you say? Oh, not much. What about you? No, they already asked it. You missed it. You kind of you you ruined the. <laughs> Let's get to the main juice of the episode. <laughs> Speaking of juice, <laughs> let's talk about the main. Speaking of juice, have you heard of a man called Leonard Wood? Yes. Well, you're gonna hear about him more. I think okay, I've talked cool. to you about him. I think you have yes. many times. <laughs> yes, many times. This is my. Have we done it on the pod though? No, yeah, I have I not. So there we go. This is my. Little trinket in a box. What? My. What? <laughs> this is my little gogurt. So you entertain people at in parties? those insulated. In this is my little gogurt in the insulated gray lunchbox that they give you <laughs> when you're about to you? go on a picnic. What? Your parents when you're 12 years old. I never got a little insulated gray little, lunchbox when going on. I didn't picnic. have one either. I had. I had just, a um, we just had like a bags. plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I don't know what fancy life you were living with gogurt in a plastic no, insulated lunchbox. Jeez. No, I actually, yeah, I only had gogurt at my friend's house. I was a brave child. <laughs> I was not depraved. I guess deprived would probably be the better <laughs> adjective. You were a depraved <laughs> child. I mean, like when I met you, you're <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leonard Wood. So, October 9th, 1860, Leonard Wood, our man, this man's old, was born. And he's dead. <laughs> Roll credits. Da 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 da. Okay. <laughs> now that we're done with that bit, he was born in Winchester, New Hampshire. Oh, he was British? Okay. Holy crap. <laughs> Do you think I would talk about a singular British person on this podcast? I'm sorry. Do you think I'm going to give them the platform to spread their lies? <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're in New Hampshire. So he's one of three children. Okay. Born to... Dr. Charles Jesuit Wood and Caroline Elizabeth Hagerwood. He name. was English mate. And uh, like his family came from Mayflower, whatever, whatever, whatever. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's just that's just, just old stuff. Old stuff. Um so when he was a young boy, a young lad at room. 16, he met someone called H.H. H. Huntingwell, who 
has a town named after him because so he's Triple so H. Yes, Triple H. Um, he met Triple H, and uh, Triple H saw something in him. He saw ba- basically what Triple H liked to do. H H Huntingwell. I'm not going to do Triple H because that's confusing. Triple H. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he he saw that like uh, uh, Leonard was like pretty uh, like pretty smart and pretty capable, and he could do stuff. And Leonard like grew up in a pretty poor family. Like his father died when he was pretty young, mm-hmm. and um, so H H Huntingwell. Gave him a scholarship, and because there were only like two medical schools back in 1860, Leonard went to Harvard Medical School in Massachusetts, mate. I don't know why Australians live in Massachusetts, but they do. Um, so he went there, uh, he did relatively well, not the best in this class, but mm-hmm. was quite good. Um, 1884, he received his MD degree. Then he went to the Boston City Hospital. Sorry, the Boston City Hospital. But uh, before his first year was over, he uh, was kicked out because he operated on someone, saving their life um, without any permission. Oh. Which is bad. You've told me that. But it was back then. But it is still bad. Um, so he worked for the Southern Pacific Railway for a while as a surgeon, uh, but he never like had his like official license, so it didn't work. And so he, in 1885, a year later, he decides to um, go to the army. And uh, June uh, 1885, he was... Uh, placed in a little place called uh, Arizona. Dude, this guy sounds very And, uh, what was that? So this guy sounds very vanilla. Oh, dude. Well, I'm just giving you the, I'm giving you the backstory, my sweet boy. I'm giving you the backstory. It's interesting. Maybe not. I'm kidding. So, this little vanilla bean of a boy <laughs> went to Arizona. <laughs> In in this rich metaphor that we're creating, Arizona is the rum, and then in the <sighs> rum you're able to get the extract, and the extract is knowledge. Uh, so he went to Arizona, and he was part of the Geronimo campaign, which uh, made him quite uh, popular. So he got a uh, Medal of Honor, um, cita- citation, action, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And um, which is obviously a pretty big deal. And uh, also during this time, he met with our sweet, sweet boy, Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, now tier list of presidents. Tier list of presidents. FDR is obviously the top, and then maybe Lincoln, maybe George Washington, and then third, Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt had the best personality. I-M-O, which stands for, in my opinion. Um, I am H-O, in my honest opinion. Or you can do I am H-H-O, in my humble, honest opinion. Oh, okay. I-M-P-O, in my opinion. I've been like this entire time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm just like making all this random, stupid information up for no reason. Completely wasting your time. It's fine. Um, So, and then eventually he was uh, staged after getting his Medal of Honor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in Fort McPherson in Atlanta, Georgia. During this time, he decides. Sorry, he decides to enroll um, at uh, Georgia Tech, and as a grad student. Oh. For the sole purpose of uh, playing for their football team. Wait. Um, Wait, what? He As a- he played for their football team. He was like in his mid-30s, okay? He played for the uh, for Georgia Tech's uh, football team. And then um, he ended up making them win the entire uh, football championship during that time. They didn't have the Super Bowl, but they did win. That's college, the entire, though. Of course well, they didn't seven. have... Super Bowl. It's college football. It's not. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what the Somebody Big know Ten, Pac-12. Wow. I don't know. That's like college division. That's not like NHL and NFL. Isn't Pac-12 something like that? That might be basketball. Not NHL. No way. It's the... Yeah, that is definitely basketball. That is 100% basketball. (laughs) No, it's not NBA. No, it's college basketball. The NBA is like the basketball league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Pac-12 is... um, It doesn't matter. Uh, The Big 12... Texas Tech, Kansas State. Anyways, we're not in Kansas Baylor. anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. We're, we're in, in Georgia Atlanta, Tech. Georgia. Yeah, we're in yeah. Georgia. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Um, basically, after this, uh, he met Theodore Roosevelt, as I said before, third best president, maybe second best president, but first in personality. Abraham Lincoln, everyone talks about how good he is with his personality. He sucks. He's mid. What? Abraham Lincoln is mid. <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt is based. Mic drop. Man just ended racism. <laughs> <laughs> or started it. I don't know which one. I don't know. Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt was cool, except for the fact that he was kind of like neo-colonialist mm-hmm. and then also did like the Panama Canal mm-hmm. which like kind of ruined Panama mm-hmm. but in personality wise he was cool <laughs> <laughs> he's a very interesting man that's terrible um, so during the Spanish American War and the Philippine American War um, Wood was the personal physician to presidents Grover Cleveland and William McKinney um Throughout this time, uh, Theodore Roosevelt was secretary to the Navy. When Theodore Roosevelt was secretary to the Navy, he ensured that he would start assistant secretary. Sailor boy. Um, He talked to the secretary of the Navy, who was an old man. I forget his exact name. But he basically convinced this dude to leave his post. For, like, the entire time that he was elected. It's like, oh, just don't worry. I'll take care of it. So he's basically acting as the secretary. Or the, like, basically, like, the civilian position for the Navy. I believe it's secretary of the Navy. Okay. And so he basically did a hostile takeover of that. And then uh-huh. he was very... And it's also interesting because... Wait, are we, so, so we're just talking about Theodore Roosevelt now? No, we're, we're no, 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 they're Leaner it's interconnected. Leonard Wood, it's it, yeah, he we're, was we're, Secretary of the Navy. Okay, no, 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 Theodore Roosevelt was Secretary of the Navy, right? He was Assistant yeah. Secretary yeah, of the Navy, yeah, yeah, okay, but overthrew. Okay, what's interesting about this, he was basically made for this job. So, when he just got out of um, his undergrad, he Theodore Roosevelt or Leonard like, Wood? Where, hold up a second. Who are we talking about? Theodore, okay. okay. <laughs> Let's back up. Okay. Theodore Roosevelt. Assistant uh, Secretary to the Navy. Okay. okay. Why is this job interesting? Why is he perfect for this job? Well, two years after he was uh, done with his undergrad work, also known as getting a degree. I don't know why I said undergrad work. Yeah, that was stupid. very like going through college. After he was done with his undergrad, going through university, going through uni. So after he was done uh, with undergrad, bachelor's degree, um, he or during it, what was uh, his he degree? was deeply. It was in uh, history and also oh. uh, biology. So he did a dual degree. Nice. Yes. Nice. It might be in like, like nice. biological history or something like mm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, let me double check because we have Speaking the internet. I'm almost there. Uh, Phi Beta Kappa. He was. He was part of a social club. 
slash, I mean, he was he yeah was in he a was frat. born into like one of the richest families. He was in a frat. Uh, he went. Uh, yes, the Alpha Rich. Data Phi Literary Society. <laughs> um, the sweats. It doesn't say, but it, I believe it's in like history or natural history. Your frats in this. I believe it. What? Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? This might be before they had like specific degrees, but I I believe it was in natural history. Anyways, um, after he got, because he's really interested in science and stuff, he would write all these um like beautifully like drawn annotated like natural history books on like biology and stuff throughout his life. That's why he's so awesome. Anyways, um, two years after he got his degree. He also did Panama. It was pretty bad, but also was very interesting. Um, and he, two years after he got his degree, with help from his parents, not his parents, his parents were dead. With help, not true. One of his parents was dead. His, okay, um, you with his uncles. Okay, a ride. Like, that seems like a story. <laughs> um, okay. Should we talk about Theodore Roosevelt? Yeah, do you want to? Because it seems like you went from Leonard Wood to Theodore <laughs> Roosevelt pretty fast. Well, it's very intricate. Okay, I guess, I guess we can do a story. Okay. For any of you who are interested in Theodore Roosevelt, please read the three-volume collection <laughs> by Edmund Morris on Theodore Roosevelt. Probably my favorite three book series I've ever read. And that includes Lord of the Rings. Because Lord of the Rings is kind of mid sometimes. I'll say it. It, it is. It is. We don't need <laughs> like a five, five paragraph explaining <laughs> how the leaves look. Yeah. <laughs> and how they sounded and smelled and felt. It's, it's kind of crunched. boring sometimes. I know I'm broken. I'm a broken man. They travel faster like in the movie boring. than they do in the book. Like... Like they like fast yeah. travel and they have montages in the book. It's like no, you feel every inch. <laughs> like yeah, they make and sure. then and then you have like an entire chapter which is like a sonnet by like an elvish. I know, I in, know. Like, the middle I know. Of, like it's like insane world building, but it's whatever. wonderful. But also like I get it. Yeah. Um. So Theodore Roosevelt was born 1858, and I apologize. I believe I have most of the stuff. Down, but um, I'm trying to double check everything as I go. But being concise, uh, was born October 27th, 1858, uh, in Manhattan. Uh, his father was very rich. His mother was a socialite. Um, the Roosevelt family was obviously very well off. That's why uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was also able to do things. He was also like in the high society. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was an estranged cousin, which was part of. Um, like a like that side of the Roosevelt family hadn't mm-hmm. been like super prosperous, but they're still like obviously upper class. Um, mm-hmm. But um, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, his uncle, second uncle, uh, was quite good. Uh, basically, uh, he was born uh, not very physically um, strong, and so during his childhood, he would have to like work out a bunch in. He was, but he was like very full of energy, and people like remember that about him because he was just like constantly like trying to work out, trying to actually be strong. That way he could be uh, normal. That's pretty cool. Uh, Admirable. And then because he was very rich, uh, he went to he was homeschooled with private tutors, etc., etc., etc. He grew up doing rowing, boxing, all these other stuff. Uh, lots of fancy vacations, things like that. Very privileged life. Uh, in college, he was part of like a lot of different societies. Like his daily routine was crazy. Um, he's like obviously like like pretty smart. Uh, didn't get perfect grades, but um, probably like B plus average. Like pretty good, um, especially with all the stuff he was doing. He did like horseback riding stuff like that. And he was also trying to court a uh, woman, a woman during that time, but that woman uh, died, um, which oh. made him very sad. And that's, that's, um, that's very traumatic. 
Like yes. as you're going through college. And I, How'd she die? And they, um, uh, she got some some virus. I forgot. Just saying, if Leonard Wood was still in that hospital. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. His father died, and uh, then oh. in eighteen. Okay. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let me make sure my dates are correct. 18. That. Okay. So, his father died. Gave him about $2 million in inheritance. That ga- oh, allowed oh him to write the book. That's an inheritance. That allowed him to write the book and take two years writing the book, which is enabled history on the war of 1812, which is applicable because he was assistant secretary to the Navy. Then, 1884, he married, or in 1880, he married Alice Hathaway Lee. Uh, That was while he was still in college. 1884, um, his wife and his newborn daughter died on the same day. This completely broke him. Uh, Yeah. Then, we're we're going to skip over, he basically had a Montana era where he was out in the woods. He tried to, like, start a ranch with, like, a lot of money, and he was like out there on the range this is for a few years uh because while he was with his wife he was seen as this like rising political star because he like had written this book and then he was in new york um he was at columbia uh uh, law school for a while Mm -hmm. uh but then he like dropped out because he didn't want to be both a lawyer and a politician he wanted to be just a politician which happens with privilege you don't need a day job. You can just do politics. Um, and then from that, he was able to go uh, be New York governor. And then he was able to go and uh, assistant secretary of the Navy, uh, vice president, president after uh, his president got shot. And then reelected. Then took two two terms off. Try, almost, he started a third party, the Green Party. Almost got elected after starting a party the same year. Which, like, That's kind like of insane. pretty late into the election system. That's actually and then, insane. Uh, yeah. And also, one of, uh, while he was like starting his own party, um, one of like the last speeches that he did like before he was gone, like someone, there was an attempt at assassination with him. Mm-hmm. And so they shot him in the chest. Um, but it it hit his eyeglasses in like a uh, I think it's like a cigarette. Um, I've heard container. that. I've heard that. Yep. And then, uh, but like it still like went in him, but it didn't kill him. Was it a cigarette so container he, or was it a? Uh, I thought it was like a like one of those flasks, like an alcohol flask. It, it could. It, it was remember. something like that. It was like some like metal thing. And he gave the speech, um, still, right? But. Yeah, he, he kept on going, and then as soon as he finished the speech, he passed out. Yep. Um, anyways, so while um, our sweet boy, Theodore Roosevelt, was assistant secretary to the, secretary to the Navy, um, this was the, the time that Leonard Wood was um, chief medical officer with Grover Cle- Cleveland and William McKinley. Uh, during this time, they grew like pretty close because they're both very type A, very put together. Theodore Roosevelt always wanted to be a uh, like military person, and mm-hmm. then Leonard Wood was the military person. Uh, very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, after this, um, the Spanish American War breaks out. Then you get their Rough Rider phase. Have you heard of the Rough Riders? I've heard of them, but I don't know what they are. Off the top basically, of my head. so it was it was Leonard Wood and um, Theodore Roosevelt. Mm. Um, those were the two two main guys, and it was the Spanish American War. Um, they are the first U.S. Volunteer Cavalry Regiment. <laughs> Oh, and so basically, what they did is they took the richest, the most able people, and then they gave them the most money. That way, they were able to be the most successful brigade 
And then um, Theodore Roosevelt was able to transition that into his rise to um, the White House. Very cool. And uh, so after that, um, because Leonard Wood and Theodore Roosevelt were so close, um, the uh, Leonard Wood was uh, stationed um, as the governor of the Philippines for a while, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. That's cool. Um, there was oh I forgot there's there's like a massacre that like kind of ruined his like political career because one of the people under him like killed like an entire village. That's not good. Um, and then, like, without orders, which is bad, obviously. Um, and then in uh, 1920, uh, Leonard Wood would try to run for a presidential campaign and was also, was, like, pretty stinking close mm-hmm. uh, to, like, actually um, getting the nomination and then uh, all that. But, uh, so now there's... A, Leonard Wood, um, there's Fort Leonard Wood, um, which is named after him, and, uh, in 1927, August 7th, he Mm -hmm. died. And, okay, why, why is he interesting? Why should we care about Leonard Wood? We should. I think that the people who were almost presidents... But not. Or the people that were not quite in, like, the public eye as much are, like, the most interesting people. It's like us. Because, like us. No, we are in the public eye. Because we have about three billion people listening to the podcast every week. That'd be intimidating. <laughs> the what? Like, if half the world listened to you. That... <laughs> That's such an okay, odd on, thing on, to on, think on. about. My audio, my audio broke so bad. I'm, I'm keep on recording. I'm just gonna end the call. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. This is Isaac after a almost no wait, not a twelve hour really day. Know. I had a longer. Let's see, seven. This is Isaac after a sixteen, fifteen. Uh, well, technically fifteen hour day. So. I've just been sitting back, listening to Ethan record. Um, it's been enjoyable. I kind of no, feel like I, falling asleep feel a little bit. I think the important thing about Leonard Wood is, um, as soon as as like, I think the important thing is getting to know everything we can about you. Leonard Wood, so that uh, I, I can go to bed. <laughs> I'm only doing this now because Ethan's face gets progressively funnier and funnier. (laughs) You can edit any of that out. I don't care. I'm just messing around. No, that's fine. That's fine. Please do edit it out. That's my humble request. We're keeping every last thing. In my humble opinion, I don't think that makes good content. You know what makes good content? Just us like rambling and talking about random crap at the beginning. That's good content. I, I enjoy that. Okay, but the thing is, oh, hold on, hold on. Before we go into this tangent, I'm going to wrap up this president and then we can unbox the other president. Then we're going to okay. go into tangents. Okay, let's do it. This is Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, I'm wrapping up the president. The, uh-huh. Leonard Wood is the president. <laughs> um, it's an odd The president is inside. The president is in the present? Okay. Holy. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> okay. I hate the, okay. No okay. <laughs> nope. We're, we're, <laughs> animals Leonard went on a on a Christmas tangent. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. People who are obviously flawed, uh-huh. obviously not perfect. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you compare them with something that is perfect, they are not that. That's Those three things. That's two things. Two things. I should go to thesaurus.com and figure out more things for perfect. 
<laughs> so if you have someone who's incomplete, you know, someone who's not fully there, fully developed <laughs> emotionally. Yeah, I think that these people are most interesting because I think that presidents, in general, besides maybe Andrew Jackson, are considered like almost perfect because like even no like i don't consider no no hold on hold on hold on (laughs) so i think that all presidents are like seen as above the common person i believe all people all people i don't see a president as a common person though Holy guacamole! Let me make my point. (laughs) Make your point. Make your point. Chips and queso, my boy. (laughs) Let's. (laughs) What? (laughs) Chips with the avocado. (laughs) Chili relleno. (laughs) Okay, okay. Let me make my point. My point is that people. In positions of power is not seen as people a lot of the time by a lot of people, including me sometimes. They're seen like I don't remember, almost. like, hey, they're seen as a figure. That's exactly right. Thank mm-hmm. you, Isaac. That's why you're the co host. Okay. I actually feel flattered. Thank you. <laughs> I just don't write. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, get I, I think that seeing like imperfect people like that is interesting. I think history is cool. As a person who's in STEM, I think that history is underrated. And I think that English majors are not doing an actual degree. I think you should just do a history major, not an English major. Wow, that went down tight. And that, thank you for listening to my TED Talk. Leonard Wood, based. Theodore Roosevelt, based. But, you know what? There's no such thing as a perfect base. There's no such thing as perfectly solid ground even if you have a concrete foundation that goes 20 feet My dude. into the bedrock. A, a concrete foundation that goes 20 feet into the bedrock, there's still a chance. There still is a chance. You could break through the bedrock. That there's going to be an earthquake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Your bedrock is actually real. Okay. Oh, so Thank my, for listening ast- my, my astronomy teacher had a kid come up to him um, and okay. ask him. He said, I have an astronomy question for you my astronomy teacher okay and the kid said if you approach the sun in diamond armor uh, will you survive (laughs) my astronomy teacher not knowing what minecraft was at the time was like wow this kid is imaginative um but uh the sun would vaporize the diamond (laughs) like they looked up like the vaporization heat of diamond It's, it's way below the sun's heat anyways i don't know why i said that you know what's crazy the, the things get as hot as the sun does. Things shouldn't get that hot. Like 6,000 Kelvin? Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> it, it shouldn't exist. Nope. <laughs> like neutron stars and stuff? Like even, oh, no. Did you know that our sun is actually like bluish green light? It emits bluish green light, but our eyes like and our mind perceive hot things as white? Was it because like we don't have like the cones? To Facts, not fiction. Science, radiation? sci-fi. I don't know. I've gotten into saying sci-fi, like science facts, instead of like so like facts, not really dumb. Anyways, Interesting. Interesting. just like facts, not fiction. What's some sci-fi? Facts? Yeah, no, it's really <laughs> it's really enough. bad. That's kind of um, funny. No, like after you explain, it, actually, it's kind of funny. It Wait, is. Am I even doing a bit? It's, it's a very. It's, it's like it's like a thing of like you just say like a really cool fact. It's like a light like, chuckle. It's, it's like kind of like the oh, yeah, that's facts, not fiction. I don't need to repeat it. I'm. Look at this Bob Ross bin. Um. Anyways. So guys, uh, like the Muppets say. That's all. I'm not mama. Okay, you know what I learned? <laughs> Compressed air, I guess, uh, has to be locked up at places, and you have to show your ID to buy it, um, because people were stealing it and taking puffs, and it like destroys your brain. That's cool. Facts, not fiction. Sci-fi. 
Yes. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Anyways. You know, okay. Did you hear about the UFOs? It is crazy. Yes. The ones that they're shooting down. Also, this poor... its I think it was in Michigan. This poor balloon... Uh, flying association. Yeah. They, it's like a club where you fly balloons to gather, like, data for the weather. Oh, their balloons got shot down because America... Their balloons got shot down by, like, a $100,000 missile. <laughs> Why? That's so dumb. <laughs> because... They thought that the Chinese, like, it was like a Chinese spy balloon. But it was like this $20, <laughs> like. <laughs> Did they pay them $20? I mean, they could sue. Like, hey. That's, they could. Like, <laughs> but the fact the U.S. spent, like, it was like $109,000. Why? To you could, nuke this thing. Dude, I'm assuming all you needed for that, like, little crappy weather balloon was, like, a bullet. Oh, well. They just like fly a drone into it. Oh, we disconnected again. Peace and love, my brothers and sisters. I don't know how to close this out. It's this is gonna be a pain to edit, just because of all the disconnects. Oh, here's another one. Goodbye, my my sweet boy Ethan. You are frozen on my screen. It's been a good run. This is a good episode. Peace and love, my brother. I suppose. Nope. Oh, thanks for listening to Ear Spuds.